are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. Asteroids are small solar system bodies that are not comets and historically referred to objects inside the orbit of Jupiter. They have also been called planetoids, especially the larger ones. These terms have historically been applied to any astronomical object orbiting the Sun that did not show the disk of a planet and was not observed to have the characteristics of an active comet. But as small objects in the outer solar system were discovered in recent years, their volatile base surfaces were found to more closely resemble comets and so were often distinguished from traditional asteroids. Thus, the term asteroid has come increasingly in our modern times to refer specifically to the small bodies of the inner solar system out to the orbit of Jupiter, which are usually rocky or metallic. They are grouped with the outer bodies. They are centaurs, Neptune trojans, and trans-Neptunian objects and they are all grouped together as minor planets, which is the term preferred in astronomical circles. For this week on Sapphire Planet, 
we will use the term asteroid to the minor planets of the inner solar system. There are millions of asteroids, many thought to be shattered remnants of planetesimals, bodies with the, within the young sun's solar nebula that never grew large enough to become planets. A large majority of known asteroids orbit in the asteroid belt between the orbits of Mars and Jupiter, or co-orbital with Jupiter. These are known as Jupiter Trojans, and they precede and follow Jupiter in its orbit in the Lagrange 4 and the Lagrange 5 position. However, other orbital families exist, significant population, including the near-Earth asteroids. Individual asteroids are classified by their characteristic spectra, with the majority falling into three main groups, C-type, S-type, and M-type. These were named after and are generally identified with carbon-rich, stony, and metallic compositions, respectively. A newly discovered asteroid is given a provisional designation, such as 2002 AT4 consisting of the year of discovery and an alphanumeric code indicating the half month of discovery and the sequence within that half month. Once the asteroid's orbit has been confirmed, it is given a number and later may also be given a name. For example, 433 Eros. The formal naming convention uses parentheses around the number. Informally, it is common to drop the number altogether or drop it after the first mention when the name is repeated in text. The first asteroid to be discovered, Ceres, was found in 1801 by Giuseppe Piazzi and was originally considered to be a new planet. This was followed by the discovery of other similar bodies, which, with the equipment of the time, appeared to be points of light, like stars, showing little or no planetary disk. Though readily distinguishable from stars, due to their apparent motion. 
This prompted the astronomer Sir William Herschel to propose the term asteroid, coined in Greek for star-like, star-shaped, in the early second half of the 19th century. The terms asteroid and planet were still used interchangeably. Asteroid discovery methods have dramatically improved over the last two centuries. In the last years of the 18th century, Baron Franz Xavier von Zach organized a group of 24 astronomers to search the sky for the missing planet predicted at about 2.8 AU from the Sun by the Titus Bode Law. Partly because of the discovery by Sir William Herschel in 1781 of the planet Uranus at the distance predicted by the law. This task required that hand-drawn sky charts be prepared for all stars in the zodiacal band down to an agreed-upon limit of faintness. On subsequent nights, the skies would be charted again and any moving object would hopefully be spotted. The expected motion of the missing planet was about 30 seconds of arc per hour, readily discernible by observers. The first object, Ceres, was not discovered by a member of the group, but rather by accident in 1801 by Giuseppe Piazzi director of the observatory of Palermo in Sicily. He discovered a new star-like object in Taurus and followed the displacement of this object during several nights. His colleague, Carl Frederick Gauss, used the observations to find the exact distance from this unknown object to the Earth. Gauss's calculation placed the object between the planet Mars and Jupiter. Piazzi named it after Ceres, the Roman goddess of agriculture. Three other asteroids, two Pallas, three Juno, and four Vesta, were discovered over the next few years with Vesta found in 1807. After eight more years of fruitless searches, most astronomers assumed that there were no more and abandoned any further searches for asteroids. Were they ever wrong? However, Carl Ludwig Hennig persisted and began searching for more asteroids starting up in 1830. Fifteen years of work and he found five Astrea, hit the first new asteroid in 38 years. It took him 15 years to find it. He also found six heavy 
less than two years later. After this, other astronomers joined in the search, and at least one new asteroid was discovered every year after that. Notable asteroid hunters of this day were J.R. Hind and Robert Luther. In 1891, however, Max Wolf pioneered the use of astrophotography to detect asteroids, which appeared as short streaks on long exposure photographic plates. This dramatically increased the rate of detection compared with earlier visual methods. Wolf alone discovered 248 asteroids, beginning with 323 Brucia, whereas only slightly more than 300 had been discovered up to that point. It was known that there were many more but most astronomers did not bother with them, calling them the vermin of the skies. Even a century later, only a few thousand asteroids were identified, numbered, and named. Until the year 1998, asteroids were discovered by a four-step process. First, a region of the sky was photographed by a wide field telescope or astrograph. Pairs of photographs were taken, typically one hour apart. Multiple pairs could be taken over a series of days. Second, the two films or plates of the same region were viewed under a stereoscope. Any body in orbit around the Sun would move slightly between the pair of films. Under the stereoscope, the image of the body would seem to float slightly above the background of the stars. Third, once a moving body was identified, its location would be measured precisely using a digitizing microscope. The location would be measured relative to known star locations. These first three steps do not constitute asteroid discovery. The observer has only found an apparition, which gets a provisional designation. The last step of discovery is to send the locations and times of observations to the minor planet center where computer programs determine whether the apparition ties together earlier apparitions into a single orbit. If so, the object receives a catalog number and the observer of the first apparition with a calculated orbit is declared the discoverer and granted the honor of naming the object subject to the approval of the International Astronomical Union. There is an increasing interest in identifying asteroids whose orbits cross the planet Earth and that could, given enough time, collide with Earth. 
the three most important groups of near-Earth asteroids are the Apollos, Amors, and Atens. Various asteroid deflection strategies have been proposed as early as the 1960s. The near-Earth asteroid 433 Eros had been discovered as long ago as 1898 and the 1930s brought a flurry of similar objects. Astronomers began to realize that all these discoveries of asteroids, they realized there was a distinct possibility of an impact with Earth. Two events in later decades increased the alarm. The increasing acceptance of the hypothesis that an impact event resulted in the Cretaceous-Paleogene extinction and the 1994 observation of comet Shoemaker-Levy 9 crashing into Jupiter. The U.S. military has also declassified the information that its military satellites built to detect nuclear explosions had detected hundreds of upper atmosphere impacts by objects ranging from 1 to 10 meters across. All these considerations helped spur the launch of highly affected automated systems that consists of charge couple devices, cameras, and computers directly connected to telescopes. Since 1998, a large majority of the asteroids have been discovered by such automated systems. One system, the Lanier, has alone has discovered 121,346 asteroids as of the year 2011. Among all the automated systems, 4,711 near-Earth asteroids have been discovered, including over 600 more than one kilometer in diameter. Traditionally, small bodies orbiting the Sun were classified as asteroids, comets, or meteoroids with anything smaller than 10 meters across being called a meteoroid. The term asteroid was ill-defined. It never had a formal definition with the broader term minor planet being preferred by the International Astronomical Union. In 2006 the term small solar body was introduced to cover both most minor planets and comets. Other languages preferred planetoid, which was Greek for planet-like, 
and this term is occasionally used in English for larger minor planets such as the dwarf planets. The word planetesimal has a similar meaning but refers specifically to the small building blocks of the planets that existed when the solar system was forming. The three largest objects in the asteroid belt, Ceres, Tupalus, and Four Vesta, grew to the stage of protoplanets. Ceres has been classified as a dwarf planet, the only one in the inner solar system. When found, asteroids were seen as a class of objects distinct from comets and there was no unified term for the two units until small solar system body was coined in 2006. The main difference between an asteroid and a comet is that a comet shows a coma due to sublimation of near-surface ices by solar radiation. A few objects have ended up being dual-listed because they were first classified as minor planets, but later showed evidence of cometary activity. Conversely, some, perhaps all, comets are eventually depleted of their surface volatile ices and become asteroids. A further distinction is that comets typically have more eccentric orbits than most asteroids. Most asteroids with notably eccentric orbits are probably dormant or extinct comets. For almost two centuries, from the discovery of Ceres in 1801 until the discovery of the first centaur, 2060 Chiron, in 1977, all known asteroids spent most of their time at or within the orbit of Jupiter. Although a few such asteroids such as 944 Hildago ventured far beyond Jupiter for part of their orbit. When astronomers started finding more small bodies that permanently resided further out than Jupiter, they called them centaurs. They numbered them among the traditional asteroids, 
though there was debate over whether they should be classified as asteroids or as a new type of object. Then, when the first trans-Neptunian object, 1992 QB1, was discovered in 1992, and especially when large numbers of similar objects started turning up, new terms were invented to sidestep the issue. Kuiper Belt Object, Trans-Neptunian Object, Scattered Disk Object, and so on. These inhabit the cold outer reaches of the solar system where ices remain solid and comet-like bodies are not expected to exhibit much cometary activity. If centaurs or trans-Neptunian objects were to venture close to the Sun, their volatile ices would sublimate and traditional approaches would classify them as comets and not asteroids. The innermost of these are the Kuiper Belt objects called objects, partly to avoid the need to classify them as asteroid or comets. They are believed to be predominantly comet-like in composition, though some may be more akin to asteroids. Further, most do not have the highly eccentric orbit associated with comets, and the ones so far discovered are larger than traditional comet nuclei. Other recent observations such as the analysis of the cometary dust collected by the Stardust probe are increasingly blurring the distinction between comets and asteroids, suggesting a continuum between asteroids and comets rather than a sharp dividing line. The minor planets beyond Jupiter's orbits are sometimes also called asteroids, especially in popular presentations. However, it is becoming increasingly common for the term asteroid to be restricted to the minor planets of the inner solar system. Therefore, we will restrict ourselves, for the most part, to the classical asteroids, objects of the asteroid belt, Jupiter Trojans, and near-Earth objects. When the International Astronomical Union introduced the class small solar system bodies in 2006, to include most objects previously classified as minor planets 
and comets, they created the class of dwarf planets for the largest minor planets, those that have enough mass to become ellipsoidal under their own gravity. According to the International Astronomical Union, the term minor planet may still be used, but generally the term small solar system body will be preferred. Currently, only the largest object in the asteroid belt, Ceres, at about 950 miles, excuse me, 950 kilometers, or 590 miles across, has been placed in the dwarf planet category. It is believed that planetesimals in the asteroid belt evolved much like the rest of the solar nebula until Jupiter neared its current mass, at which point excitation from orbital renaissance with Jupiter ejected over 99% of planetesimals in the belt. Simulations and discontinuity in spin rate and spectral properties suggest that the asteroids larger than approximately 70 miles in diameter accreted during that early area, whereas smaller bodies are fragments from collisions between asteroids during or after the Jovian disruption. Ceres and Vesta grew large enough to melt and differentiate with heavy metallic elements sinking into the core, leaving rocky materials in the crust. The majority of known asteroids orbit within the asteroid belt between the orbit of Mars and Jupiter, generally in a relatively low eccentricity orbit. This belt is now estimated to contain between 1.1 and 1.9 million asteroids larger than one kilometer in diameter and millions of smaller ones. These asteroids may be the remnants of the protoplanetary disk and in this region the accretion of planetesimals into planets during the formative period of the solar system that was prevented by large gravitational perturbations by Jupiter. Trojan asteroids 
are a population of asteroid that share an orbit with a larger planet or moon, but do not collide with it because they orbit in one of the two Lagrangian points of stability, L4 and L5, which lie 60 degrees ahead and behind the larger body. The most significant population of Trojan asteroids are the Jupiter Trojans. Although fewer Jupiter Trojans have been discovered as of this year, it is thought that they are as numerous as the asteroids in the asteroid belt. A couple of Trojans have also been found orbiting with Mars. Near-Earth asteroids are asteroids that have orbits that pass close to that of Earth. Asteroids that act cross the Earth's orbital path are known as Earth crossers. As of May 2010, 7,075 near-Earth asteroids are known and the number over one kilometer in diameter is estimated to be between 500 and 1,000. Asteroids vary greatly in size from almost 1,000 kilometers for the largest down to rocks of just tens of meters across. The three largest are very much like miniature planets. They are roughly spherical, have at least partly differentiated interiors, and are thought to be surviving protoplanets. The vast majority, however, are much smaller and irregularly shaped. They are thought to be either surviving planetesimals or fragments of larger bodies. The dwarf planet Ceres is by far the largest asteroid with a diameter of 975 kilometers or 610 miles. That is big. The next largest are two Pallas and four Vesta, both with the diameters of just over 500 kilometers or 300 miles across. Vesta is the only main belt asteroid that can be seen on occasion with the naked eye. On some rare occasions, a near-Earth asteroid may briefly become visible without technical aid. the asteroid Apophis comes to mind. Although their location in the asteroid belt exclude them from planet status, 
the four largest asteroids, Ceres, Vista, Pallas, and Hygieia, are remnant protoplanets that share many characteristics common to planets and are typically compared to the majority of potato-shaped asteroids. Measurements of the rotation rates of large asteroids in the asteroid belt show that there is an upper limit. No asteroid with a diameter larger than 100 meters has a rotation period smaller than 2.2 hours. For asteroids rotating faster than approximately this rate, the inertia at the surface is greater than the gravitational force, so any loose surface material would be flung out. However, a solid object should be able to rotate much more rapidly. This suggests that most asteroids with a diameter over 100 meters are rubble piles formed through accumulation of debris after collisions between asteroids. The physical composition of asteroids is varied and in most cases poorly understood. Ceres appears to be composed of a rocky core covered by an icy mantle where Vesta is thought to have a nickel-iron core, olivine mantle, and basaltic crust. Tan Hygieia, however, appears, which appears to have uniformly primitive composition of carbonaceous chondrite, is thought to be the largest undifferentiated asteroid. Most of the smaller asteroids are thought to be piles of rubble held together loosely by gravity, though the largest are probably solid. Some asteroids have moons or are core-orbiting binaries. Rubble piles, moons, binaries, and scattered asteroid families are believed to be the result of collisions that disrupted a parent asteroid. Asteroids contain traces of amino acid and other organic compounds, and some speculate that asteroid impacts may have seeded the early Earth with chemicals necessary to initiate life, or may have even brought life itself to Earth. This theory is called panspermia. In an August 2011, a report based on NASA studies with meteorites found on Earth was published suggesting DNA and RNA components may have been formed on asteroids and comets in outer space.
only one asteroid, 4 Vesta, which has a reflective surface, is normally visible to the naked eye, and this only in very dark skies when it is favorably positioned. Rarely, small asteroids passing close to Earth may be naked eye visible for a short time. Composition is calculated from three primary sources. Albedo, surface spectrum, and density. The last can only be determined accurately by observing the orbits of the moon and the asteroids they might have. So far, every asteroid with moons has turned out to be a rubble pile, a loose conglomeration of rock and metal that may be half-empty space by volume. Only half a dozen asteroids are larger than 87 Sevilla, though none of them have moons. However, some smaller asteroids are thought to be more massive, suggesting they may not have been disrupted and the same size as Sevilla to within a measurement error. The fact that large asteroids such as Sevilla can be rubble piles, presumably due to disruptive impacts, has important consequences for the formation of the solar system. Computer simulations of collisions involving solid bodies show them destroying each other as often as merging, but colliding rubble piles are more likely to merge. This means that the core of planets could have formed relatively quickly. Most asteroids outside the Big Four, Ceres, Pallas, Vesta, and Aegea, are likely to be broadly similar in appearance, if irregular in shape. Medium-sized asteroids have been observed up close, also reveal a deep regolith covering on the surface. Of the big four, Pallas and Hygieia are practically unknown. Vesta has compression fractures encircling a radius-sized crater at its south pole, but is otherwise a spheroid. Ceres seems quite different in the glimpse Hubble has provided with surface features that are unlikely to be due to simple craters and impact basins. But details will not be known until the space probe Dawn arrives in the year 20.
15. Asteroids are commonly classified according to two criteria, the characteristics of their orbit and features of their reflectance spectrum. Many asteroids have been placed in groups and families based on their orbital characteristics. Apart from the broadest divisions, it is customary to name a group of asteroids after the first member of that group to be discovered. Groups are relatively loose dynamical associations, whereas families are tighter and result from the catastrophic breakup of a large parent asteroid sometime in the past. Families have only been recognized within the asteroid belt. They were first recognized by Kyoto Tusung Hiriyama in the year 1918 and are often called Hiriyama families in his honor. Until the age of space travel, Objects in the asteroid belt were merely pinpricks of light in even the largest telescopes, and their shapes and terrain remained a mystery. The best modern ground-based telescopes and the Earth-orbiting Hubble Space Telescope can resolve a small amount of detail on the surfaces of the largest asteroids. But even these mostly remain little more than fuzzy blobs. Limited information about the shapes and compositions of asteroids can be inferred from their light curves, their variation in brightness as they rotate, and their spectral properties and asteroid sizes can be estimated by timing the lengths of star occultations when an asteroid passes directly in front of a star. Radar imaging can yield good information about asteroid shapes and orbital and rotational parameters, especially for near-Earth asteroids. In terms of Delta V and propellant requirements, near-Earth asteroids are more easily accessible than the Moon. The first close-up photograph of an asteroid-like object were taken in 1971, when the Mariner 9 probe imaged Phobos and Deimos the two small moons of Mars, which are probably captured asteroids. These images revealed the irregular, potato-like shape of most asteroids, as did later images from the Voyager probes of the small moons of the gas giants.
the first true asteroid to be photographed close up, was 951 Gaspra in 1991, followed by 1993 by 243 Ida and its moon Dactyl, all which were imaged by the Galileo probe en route to Jupiter. The first dedicated asteroid probe was near Shoemaker, which photographed 253 Malthid in 1997, before entering into orbit around 433 Eros, finally landing on its surface in 2001. Other asteroids, briefly visited by spacecraft en route to other destinations, include 9969 Braille by Deep Space One in 1999, and 5535 Anne Frank by Stardust in 2002. In September 2005, the Japanese Hayabusa probe started studying 253519 Itokawa in detail and was plagued with difficulties, but returned samples of its surface to the Earth. June 13, 2010. In September 2007, NASA launched the Dawn mission, which orbited the protoplanet 4 Vesta from July 2011 to September 2012, and is planned to orbit one Cirrus in 2015. Vesta is the largest asteroid visited to this date. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet? Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.